Welcome to Pigeons Podcast, where we talk to some of the most famous roller skaters about their skate life and the skates they're riding on. Today, we have Ashley Imani. Hey. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling great. Um, just another work week in skate land. <laughs> but I, I am really excited to talk to you today because you're one of my favorite roller skaters, and, <laughs> and um, I, I don't really um, admire a lot of other skaters, um, no offense everyone, <laughs> so it's, it's really nice to have someone to look up to a little bit, you know, so um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Okay. So I'm Ashley Imani. I am born and raised in Los Angeles, California. I actually have been skating since I was 10 months old. Wow. Uh, <laughs> my mom ran World on Wheels majority of my life, and she worked there my entire life. Um, and she's also a skater. So she is the reason why I took on this whole skate journey. Um, I have always been passionate about it, um, although it's been a hobby, but I remember being a kid um, growing up in the rink, and my cousins, they they would skate too, but it was more like, you know, just a thing for them to do. For me, it was like, no, I need to get good. I need to be the best. I need to study other people, and um, I think that now it's paid off. <laughs> you You couldn't have told me when I was a kid that I'd make a career out of it, but that's what's happened. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. You're, you're the first person I've met who, who took on roller skating because of their mom. Yeah. So world on wheels is a rink here in LA, right? Mm -hmm. Or it yeah, was, it was, it was, um, it was, it was, it closed down in 2013 first. She did everything she could to keep it open. Um, but unfortunately, the owners of that property, you know, they were starting to charge way too much. So the company had to close down. Uh, I believe it was closed for about three years. And then a group of people came back and reopened it along with Nipsey Hussle. Um, and they tried to, you know, maintain it. And from my understanding, they shut down again unfortunately due to the pandemic so we're without world on wheels again um which um the second time it wasn't as hard as the first time for me the first time it felt like my home was taken like um because like I said that's where I spent all my time um but you know everything happens for a reason so maybe Ashley will reopen it one day <laughs> That would be cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would skate at your rink every day. Thank you. <laughs> totally. Thank you. So what was it like growing up in a roller rink? It was amazing. Um, but also there were some downs to it also. When I was on punishment for not for misbehaving, excuse me, <clears throat> my mom would keep me in the office with her. And my cousins would come up to the window, Ashley, could you come out yet? Like, no. And it's like, I'm sitting in the office. I'm hearing all the kids out there playing and having a good time. And I'm 
just in the office, like miserable. <laughs> it's like torture for it a little roller skater. Torture. It was torture. But other than that, it was great. Like I saw so much. I um, experienced a lot. Um, World on Wheels was known for having a lot of the music artists come out and perform and give autographs and pass out posters. Um, people would rent it out for birthday parties and things like that. Um, and they also had like different things like on Mondays they would have what they called a record pool where all of the hottest DJs would come and they would give artists a chance to like play their music and they would literally judge their music and it would be cutthroat. Like, and, and that also opened my mind up to wanting to pursue a, a music career as well. So I've seen a lot growing up in that skating rink for sure. Yeah. I think the other part of it too is that there was a bowling alley upstairs. And so we'd have this session called the seven to seven. So it would be for um, kids 17 and under, and it'd be open from 7 PM to 7 AM. It's like a 12 hour session and you'd have access to the bowling alley too. So if you don't want to skate, you go up the stairs, go to the bowling alley and you can like do either or. That sounds so much fun. <laughs> I wish I knew that as a kid. I yeah. wish that I had something like that. Yeah, it was amazing. That's awesome. Sure. So tell me a little bit about your music career. Yeah, so I've been playing the piano since I was two and a half. So um, almost as long as I've been skating. Um, and I didn't, I knew I always wanted to do music. I didn't know how or when, but when I was in college, I went to college in Texas and I had, there was a moment where I felt like I lost myself because I was so far from home. I was out there by myself. There was a lot going on and music helped me find that peace within myself again. And it seemed like once I started recording, I couldn't stop recording. I wanted to keep going. And uh, I met my band out there. So I was in Texas for quite some time. But then I realized, you know what? I'm from L.A. What am I doing? I need to go home. So I came home. And, um, you know, the thing about music is where it is now, it's it's a lot different. Um, labels and things like that, they are looking for artists who are pretty much already developed, um, people who kind of already have a following and things like that. And that's, it could be really challenging. And so um, fortunately for me, when my skate videos started taking off online, it was like, I had an epiphany, like, oh wait, like, okay, so now I'm having this following for skating okay, now I can start putting out my own music. That's <laughs> and right. skating to my own music. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And I've gotten so much more attention um, towards my music now than I ever have. So Because of roller because skating. Because of roller skating. Yep. Nice. And so it's just exciting. It's only up from here now. So That's awesome. I love that. Thank I you. love that. You know, you're a musician. I mean, you're an artist. Yes. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. An know? entertainer. That's Entertainer. Yeah, entertainer. So I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing the skate element to that world too. Um, on stage, you know, different things like that. I have all types of ideas now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And you've been working with different brands and companies. Oh, yeah. That make it a little bit easier to, to get there, right? Yep. 
I just did a collaboration with Sierra Nevada, the IPA. Nice. And what's so funny is, so typically when I do these partnerships, it's for skating. And so when I got the email, you know, I'm like, oh, it's skating. I just kind of like, I, I looked at it like, okay, I can get this done so fast because it's skating. And then when I, like the, like the day before it was due, I opened it and it was like, oh no, we want, we want you to touch your music, not skating. I was like, wow, nice. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Yes. So I had to um, create a video showing my process of making music um, and promoting Sierra Nevada at the same time. Nice. So it had nothing to do with roller skating. Nothing to do with roller skating this time. There you go. There you go. Yeah. What other brands um, that people would easily recognize have you worked with? Um, Nike is. Nike. Nike's my favorite. Um, Yeah, I'm actually signed to them right now exclusively, so I can't post any other um, fitness brands. Um, And who else? uh, I can't think at the top of my head right now. I mean, Nike's really big. Nike's, That's huge. Mm-hmm. And you ride on Nike skates. I mean, yeah. we, we built you some shoe skates out of your Nikes. Yes, you did. <laughs> and you know what? Nike really wanted me to um, promote those skates too. But their legal team was like, we don't sell the skates yet. So I had to hold off with um, skating with them for their ads. But I can obviously skate in them for anything else. Um, I did do um, this... I did Fabletics. I did Coach. Um, wow, Coach is pretty big. Coach was huge. I mean, did they want? Ro- it was roller skating. It was roller skating. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It was roller. Skating. What did you end up doing for them? Um, we just modeled their clothes. It was me, Keon, and this guy uh, Sabe. Oh and yeah, we, modeled we their clothes. We interviewed Sabe. Okay. Episode two. Nice. One. Mm. <laughs> one of those episodes. I love Sabe. He's awesome. Um, yeah, so we modeled, um, their clothes and Keon and I did their purses as well. Nice. Were you guys wearing roller skates? Mm-hmm. All right, coach. Yep. You see us. They, exactly. Everyone's, they're, they're catching on. So, um, yeah. And I just booked something else too. I can't release it yet, but something's coming. Nice. <laughs> so you're basically full-time roller skater. Yeah. Full-time artist, performer, entertainer. Yep. Yep. I don't have to work anymore. Thank you, God. No more nine to five for Ashley. And when did you realize that that was happening? During the pandemic. (laughs) It was crazy. It's been crazy. Like I, I gained almost a hundred thousand followers in a year, which for me was huge. And, um, I think that once I started getting more collaborations, I realized, okay, so this is not going to slow up. I can definitely not work right now. Like I can just keep doing this as long as I stay consistent. And ever since I decided that I've been good. So I'm grateful. Living the roller skaters dream. Mm-hmm. And also paving some way for other roller skaters. You know, little, I didn't, like, as a, as a little girl, I didn't have anyone to, like, really look up to in that sense, um, as far as, like, all of these opportunities that's come. They, they didn't exist at first. 
And now young girls can say, hey, I want to roller skate and they can have something to look forward to. It's not just a hobby anymore um, as far as jam skating goes. Because, of course, roller derby and there's other like figure skating and things like that. But for my style, it's not common that you get these type of opportunities. So, Right. Mm-hmm. I think that it's it's really powerful because in my experience, I've been skating for... 15 years. Um, I started when I was 21, so I didn't have that in my childhood, Mm -hmm. but, um, skating as an adult and getting gigs, um, throughout the years, roller skaters used to get taken advantage of a Mm. lot. Mm. Um, and I think now that it's more popular, I mean, at least I hope Mm -hmm. that roller skaters are getting better offers that you guys are getting paid what you're worth Mm -hmm. and not, getting, uh, working for exposure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. always their first offer. Oh, can you, you know, do this for, ex- and we'll give you exposure. It's like, mm, you know, that's not healthy. Um, I mean, exposure is, is needed for certain, for certain people to gain more influence, but really in the end, you know, we have a value and we should be paid for our time. Absolutely. Yep. And they still try it. Um, but I think now we have more leverage and, you know, like I have an agent now and a manager and we negotiate like, and I always ask questions like my manager knows what questions to ask too, because I've been on set where, you know, people would talk at you and like be kind of rude because you're considered the quote unquote extra or whatever. And now I don't tolerate that. Like, you're not going to talk to me like that or treat me like that because what you don't know is it takes a lot of work to get out here and, and be on these wheels for your project. And, you know, I think that people don't really understand that until they put the skates on and they go, oh, like a friend of mine, he's a professional athlete. He put on the skates and literally the next day he's like, my body is so sore. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> and you're like, come on, professional athlete. Yeah, you're an athlete. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> right. But he realizes, like, you're, u- you're utilizing parts of your body that you don't ever use to roller skate. And, and it's hard work. So it's like, don't treat people a certain way because you don't understand what they're doing. And now I think since it's, it's becoming popular again, people are actually putting the skates on themselves and they're like, oh, wow. So then they now they respect you more because they see how hard it really is. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. People are trying it and being like, oh, wow, that takes a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many people would like comment under my pictures or my posts and say like, oh, I thought I, you make it look so easy. I thought I could just put on my skates and pretty much do what you're doing. It's like, no, it's not that easy. This is years and years and years and years of practice. Years and years. Practice and injuries. (laughs) Yeah, injuries are definitely part of the game. Uh Uh-huh. What was your last injury? My hip. (laughs) I actually posted that video of me falling on the hill. And I I hurt my hip. But it wasn't too bad. I think the worst injury I had was in middle school. Um, I was going to a birthday party. It was a skateboard party at a 
at like a, a skate park. So, you know, they have the half pipes and stuff like that. So I'm in middle school. I'm like, forget skateboarding. I can't get this balance. I'm like, but I'll bring my roller skates. Mind you, I'd never had any training on these half pipes ever. <laughs> and so I'm like, I can do this. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm killing it the whole night. And then at the end I fell and I tried to break my fall on the half pipe and I broke my wrist. My left wrist is snapped back because I tried Ooh. to break my fall. Ooh. Yup. And I knew it was broken because as soon as I lifted my arm, my wrist just fell. It just, I mean, my hand just, it just fell. I was like, oh man, this is broken. And then funny enough, <laughs> my last day of wearing that calf, I mean that cast, um, I begged my mom, mom, please let me play at PE, please. She's like, no, Ashley. I'm like, please, mom. I just, I, it's the last day with the cast. It's like, okay, fine. So I go play basketball and this kid breaks my finger. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get a whole nother cast. For my finger. Your mom was like, girl, <laughs> <pissed>. please. <laughs> she was pissed. Oh my God. I mean, yelling at me while we're in the hospital. I'm like, I'm in pain. Are you really going to just keep yelling at me right now? She's like, I told you not to. Wow. So, that yeah. is a, that's a funny story. Mm -hmm. But let, let me back it up a little bit. You went to the skate park in middle school uh -huh. on your roller skates. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> A little daredevil. <laughs> Seriously, uh -huh. have you thought about going back as an yes, adult? Yes, but I'm a little traumatized. I would want it to be trained this time by someone who knows what they're doing because I have no idea how I even lasted that long in middle school doing that. I think I just used my brain like, okay, lean forward when you go down this thing. I don't know if that's true, but... Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just kind of like taught myself that that day. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I'm a little nervous to do it again. Maybe some wrist guards. Yeah. Some knee pads, a helmet. helmet. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're a kid, it's it's a it's I didn't different. Have any of that. Kids just bounce. <laughs> it's like I'm out of here. <laughs> they just they bend. They they don't they don't break. Mm -mm. You know. Mm -hmm. So that's a really cool story. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about the skates you're riding on right now. Which ones? Ooh. You 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 hooked me up with some skates. I mean, okay, so yeah. I personally know what you're riding on. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, well, what's your favorite okay. setup right now? So my favorites, I would say, are the um okay, so my Jordan ones, they're red and black. Um, you got me, so the wheels you gave me, I forgot the name of them, but they're the small blue one, the small blue wheels. That Call you, them mini, mini blue dreams, mini blue dreams. They're yeah. so smooth, whether I'm in indoor or outdoor. And then I don't know what bearings you have and you put in there, but they're like, I can really pick up speed really well either way, whether I'm outside or indoor. Yeah. Those are bone Swiss bearings. Bone Swiss bearings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I need to do better at remembering my parts. Cause that's not what I'm good at. <laughs> um, cause people ask me online too, like what wheels do you have? And I'm like, shh, dude, like, I don't remember. But one of my favorite types of wheels are Fomax. Um, cause I really like to slide. Indoors, indoors. Right? Yeah. yeah, I really like to slide indoors. But outdoors, those wheels are my favorite out of all my skates. The 
what are they again? Mini Blue Dream. Mini Blue Dream. We made that name up. (laughs) It's not the real name of the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. I don't think it has a name. Uh, I don't think anyone else has them besides us. Yeah, because I'm like, I've never seen those wheels before, and they're awesome. Yeah. I recommend everyone to get those wheels (laughs) from Pigeon, because you can't find them anywhere else. Yep. We sell them. Yes. Um, Anything else? Yeah, tell me about your first setup. Oh, like when you're a little kid, like what did you ride okay. on as a kid? What did you start on? So first I was in the Fisher Price skates. Little plastic. Of course. Yeah. Where you put your shoes inside and click, 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 click. I had those. And then my mom said by the time I was three, I was running in those. So she had to get me the precision skates. Um, and I don't remember what wheels they were, but the skates that I do remember um, I had a hide boot. It's a vintage boot that a lot of people in Chicago wear. Um, in high school, my mom kind of got me some training with these OGs from Chicago. Their footwork is crazy. So I had the hide boots and I would switch my wheels from bones to Fomax. So if I, if I really wanted more grip, then I would wear my bones and then uh, if I wanted um, to slide, I'd wear my Fomax. And um, I had a sure grip plate. But it was, nylon, it was nylon, though. Because mm-hmm. it's lighter than the metal right. plates. So, And now that you have gained a lot of popularity for roller skating, mm-hmm. and for your specific moves, I, th- I feel like a lot of people... Um, will recognize you just from your footwork and your flow and your vibe. Right. Um, now that you are really well known for that, is there anything that you wanted to dabble into in the skate world outside of um, jam skating and dance skating? Yeah. I, so like I told you before, I would <laughs> love to try a derby. Uh, I think I would be really good at the runner. Jammer. Jammer. Yeah. Cause, uh, I know how to juke people and like <laughs> get away from people. <laughs> Years of training so, in the roller rink, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I, there used to be a game in the skating rink called Ghostbusters and it'd be where they'd select like, let's say six people to be the ghost and they would wear like masks and, I used to love to be a ghost, but then I got too good. I would get everybody out all the time. So my mom made it to where now I'd be there. I'd be the bonus round for the ghost. So after the ghost gets everyone out, because basically the ghost would have to tag everyone else on the rink. And if you get tagged, you're out. You got to exit the floor. So once they get everybody off the floor, then my mom would make me the bonus and no one ever could catch me. It'd be like six ghosts. They can never catch me. I'm like juking them all, like spinning and all of my basketball training would come in. So that's why I'm like, man, I could do the derby. I think I could do derby. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you up when our derby league uh, starts up again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you trained. Yes. We'll teach you some um, some whips and some hip checks. Yes. I love and it. All sorts of craziness. Okay, I'm It's excited. full contact. I know. Okay. I've seen it. My mom used to take me all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Old school derby. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. 
She used to take me. I actually have a poster still from back in the day at my house. I found it the other day. Was it the Thunderbirds? Or it was like was Angel it? something. Um, I forgot, but I will send it to you. Was it I... in like the 90s? Yeah, it was in the 90s for sure. Yeah. So it was like... Like late 90s, like 98, 99, early 2000s. Do they wear roller skates or inlines? Roller skates. Okay, dang. I've never heard of uh, of that era. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to send... I'll send, send it to you. Yeah. I have I have the poster at home. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's kind of a pivot in a topic. <laughs> but, you know, this pandemic has been so crazy for roller skaters, and I personally feel like I've hit the jackpot with roller skating mm-hmm. as far as, you know, something that I'm really passionate about, becoming viral yes right Uh do you feel the same yeah absolutely i'm so grateful i tell everybody that because there was a time like i i heard a lot of the new i'm not gonna call them newer skaters they're newer to me um kind of dividing a lot of the people up and making all these crazy rules about being an og and people having to greet the ogs or all this nonsense. Um, for me, I didn't like that because I think that roller skating should be very inclusive to all people. I also think that it's important that we have a lot of people skating so our rinks can stay open. Um, because especially in LA, we've lost a lot of our skating rinks because they were not, they weren't having that much business. And so now that you know, we've gone viral again, the world, like, I mean, I'll I'll walk outside and I'll see people skating and I'm like, whoa, like in 2019, before this pandemic, people were definitely not outside skating. And now it's just grown tremendously. And I love it. I just love it. And also too, it helps with your mental. So a lot of people who have mental health issues, they have this as an outlet. You know, um, it's very therapeutic. So I'm actually really grateful that it's, it's emerging like how it is really. It's kind of serendipitous, like that we were all going through COVID, Mm -hmm. which was putting a lot of strain on our mental health Uh at the same time our outlet for mental health was getting spread like wildfire. Yes. That's a California term. <laughs> well, I don't know. But, uh, but West it, coast, West coast burning, but it's, it's really cool to see that, that people are able to, um, feel good in the way that we have felt good for years. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, it's like you're sharing the wealth. Yeah. And I definitely, I love it. And I also see a lot of the older or veteran skaters not so happy. Mm. Um, maybe they want this for themselves or, mm. I mean, what is true is when so many people join, it changes the culture mm-hmm. a lot. It does. Um, I think people are scared of that, but they shouldn't be. Well, in life, things change and things evolve. And some people have a hard time dealing with that, but that's something that those people have to work on within themselves because either you sit back and you're upset, jealous, um, angry, bitter, and get left behind, or you're grateful, you're happy, 
you find your way through the change and you grow with everyone else. And the thing is, is like, if you're an OG, like you could still bring your element to the, to the table. You know what I mean? You can still be a part of it. Um, you can still have your hands on a little bit more to make sure that it doesn't completely lose its culture. You know, um, like I said, there was a lot of people like making it about race and things like that. And don't get me wrong. There is a, there is background to it, right? Um, especially with jam skating, um, there is history and that does create, you know, um, emotions towards everything that's going on right now. But I think that, I think that is really dope that so many people want to learn and be a part of it. I think it's absolutely dope. I don't think that I would require anybody to come up to me and show me any type of homage when they see me in the skating rink for what you don't have to do that. If you want to, that's fine, but you don't have to do that. I don't see why it's necessary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't, I, like I said, I think that it was most important is that people are finding peace within their, their skate journey. Right. Like bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would love to end it on that because that is just a topic that's so passionate to me. Mm-hmm. Mental health and skating. Mm-hmm. Skating through your problems. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. yes. Uh, so I want to thank you so much, Ashley, for interviewing with me and for chatting. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes.